You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL and Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman. To my left, Graham Trainer. What a lovely, lovely voice. You you got to stop watching Batman. You got to get out there and start making friends, dude. You're like, Saturday, you're like, can't wait to watch Bane. I've been sitting here since our last show, Massey. I wait for you all week. The background you, is a cinder block room, which makes me little concerned about, <laughs> Are there, is that a padded cell or is that actually cinder block? With Clippy? Yeah. With, with Microsoft Office Clippy? Yeah. Why are you in a basement with Clippy? I wish this was my room. It doesn't look like a basement, does it? It is a little creepy. But no, I I mean, what is, what is the point of getting outdoors when I have I have this to, to look forward to every week? You're right. Uh, just maybe something, maybe mix up the Batman quotes. And in studio, the longest serving AD in Jackson High School history, Mike Hansen. At 10 years, right? 10 years. Been a decade now. And you're saying that no one else has even come close. You've doubled, you've doubled the amount of the last serving, longest serving athletic director. Almost, not quite, but almost, very close. So. What says? What gives you your edge? Um, I would say <laughs> just being able to adapt, be able to roll with changes on yeah. your feet. You know, you got to be able to be, to adapt and be be uh, you know, flexible. Adjusting your input. Throw a kick-ass prom. Yeah, throwing throwing a kick-ass prom. We're gonna get there. Is prom coming up? I forget when prom is. And no, our... we got homecoming come up though. Got okay. Some students today talking about homecoming. When is that? Homecoming will be is next starts next week. Oh, it's a whole week. Yeah, homecoming week. So you have like your dress-up days. We play Green River Friday six o'clock for football. We play volleyball on Thursday, I believe, against Pinedale. We play volleyball on Saturday again as well. Can't remember who we play in that one, and then we have home um, cross country also on Saturday. So it's trying to plan as many. Whenever we have the most home teams around, is kind of when we try and plan homecoming, so everybody can attend all as many festivities as they'd like. Okay, so when when is the first day of festivities? Monday. So well, oh, it it's a whole week. It's yeah. the whole thing. It depends on which define as festival. festivities, but like you know, dress up days. Kids love their dress up days. I think I don't remember the specific days, but I want to say Monday's like twin day or something like that. Or twin day. I can pull yeah. that off really well. Happen happened to be an identical twin. Oh nice. And I wore and I wore a uniform, so twin day was every day yeah. with Troy. <laughs> My brother and I. So, all right, check that off the list. What's on Tuesday? I don't remember all the specific spirit days. That's called delegation, um, right there. Yeah. That, that's that was yeah. makes you a good ID. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Wednesday we got the powder puff game. That so, still exists. Yeah, powder puff. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. We do it with flags. Good. Just not tackle. Yeah, you know, we're doing our best to make sure nobody gets hurt out there. You know, um, you can't be you can't be having students having black eyes in yep. a powder puff game. That'd be tough luck. Yep. So we got that on Wednesday. Thursday is home volleyball. Friday home football. Saturday home football. Or sorry, home volleyball and home cross country. Trainer would like to know how many costumes he needs to prepare for the week. <laughs> Sounds like there's only one costume day. Is there multiple? Yep. There's one every day. I don't remember all of them. I know one day is going to be each grade wears a certain color. Um, okay. And then I know another day, every year Friday is black and orange because those are school colors. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't remember the other days for sure. Okay. Wait, so I got a question. Yeah. Should, should I raise my hand on Slack? Or not Slack. Uh, Skype. What is <laughs> Slack? Using a software platform. It's for, it's for like a corporate thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know anything about that. Is Powder Puff, is Powder Puff the one, it's the one where you get to play football and dress up like a cheerleader, right? The guys dress up like cheerleaders. The girls just dress up like football players and play football. Girls play football. Yeah, we do flag football. Sometimes boys have dressed up like cheerleaders and done that, but not every year. Is there is so there a not, ringer? I, I was wondering because I was like, that's exciting. That's not canceled yet. Because Massey was surprised that was still around, and I was too. So yeah, that's good. That's still a, still a tradition. Yep. Is it hard being the athletic director uh, director at a high school during cancel culture? Yes. Okay. All right. That's all I need to know. That's all I need to know. Yes. Not everybody likes that name, Powderpuff. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't there a superhero answer. show called the Powderpuff? On to Cincinnati. No. On to Cincinnati. On to Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, well, let's. While we have the uh, issue, not the issue, the the subject of football going on. How's our boy David Joyce doing out there with the Bronx? Ah, uh, football's doing very well. Um, we're three and one currently. We lost um, in Pocatello two weeks ago um 
we've got a huge game coming up this Friday. We drive to down to Star Valley um, for that one. So that'll it's be Star a big Valley one. this Friday. Yep, this Friday. Because Trainer and I, we're we're known that we should hate Star Valley for yep. reasons I don't know about. But Trainer, back me up on this one. What do we call Star Valley? Um, Star oh. Turds. Oh my God! This is this is your joke. It's the <laughs> oh, Death star, star. Star Smelly. It's the star. Death Star. Oh, Death Star. Death Star. Sorry. I think of, I think of uh well what's it called the the Las Vegas Raiders stadium took the Death Star away so the uh, Roomba still call it Death Star I thought they were the Roomba they're like a sexy the version Roomba. of the Roomba down yeah, there sorry, in Las Death Vegas Star, Death Star. that's my bad Star Valley Star Star Smelly you know there's lots of there's there's some other good ones out there did we beat Star Valley in the playoffs no we lost to them in the championship game uh, we beat them last year in the playoffs okay all right. I'm getting my timelines confused because there was a two two years ago lost to him in the playoffs, um, and that was the last time we talked to Coach Joyce. That would sound right, and it made me question whether or not Graham and I were a jinx, <laughs> and I had this very bad feeling that I might have thrown him off. I know how coaches like their schedule, mm-hmm. so I was like, well, maybe coming in here and listening to us idiots talk, and he got a little bit off his schedule. And we said some things that might have been in his head, like, you know what you do on fourth and long is a flea flicker. And he was mm-hmm. like, should I do that? You're like, no, coach, don't listen to us. We're idiots. <laughs> so I'm and glad, then, and he I'm glad it. it's you. And then he did it. No, yeah. he did. And then we lost. <laughs> and then we lost. <laughs> but Star Valley, they've had a team. Are they are they a good, as good as the years yeah. past? Yeah. No, they're very strong. Um, this year, and it's been this way for a few years now, most of the good teams – uh, I shouldn't say most of the good teams. Some of the better teams are in our are in the West, um, our conference. So the way that the conference the state, the way that state is broken up, there's 12 schools in our classification, mm-hmm. six of them in the West, um, and currently I think the top five, five of the top rated, six rated schools voted on by coaches and media are all in the West. Um, so it's pretty Ooh, strong. That sounds familiar. Yeah. That sounds familiar to me. <laughs> SEC, Massey. Yeah. The SEC. Um, yeah. I, that's where my brain went as well. I'm also a little hurt that – do you have a vote, trainer? A vote for what? For ranking these teams? I didn't get a vote. Did you get a vote? Oh, not yet. You were supposed to make it 12 years in the Valley. I, I, I skipped out at 10. <laughs> well, we'll have to agree upon our vote because – no one asked. No one asked the sports guy in Jackson whether they knew anything about high school football because the West is stacked this year. Um, who who is in the West? So last year we lost in the title game in Cody, and so they're in the West. Cody's in the West. Yep, and they uh, they're very strong again this year. And then Powell, which is a town right next to Cody, um, they're strong. They're also in the West with us. Jackson and then Star Valley. Um, those are the schools that for the past few years that have been pretty successful in football in the West. On the East, Douglas has also been historically successful for a long time, um, and they're the strongest school in the East for the past few years. Is Douglas the one that had all the Harleys on the track? No, that's Green River. Yeah. Green River. I, I want to go see. I don't know. Yeah. Any, a tradition in football is great for me, and especially the idea of like 50 Harley guys Revving their Harleys, mm-hmm. racing around the track. My track. I mean, is that track just destroyed? They don't have any track and field. They don't. They don't think they put down a track protector. We're actually so the past few years at homecoming, we had two students ride their horses. So anytime we score, they would run out there on the field, ride out with their horses, kind of like traveler at USC or something like yeah. that. Um, that was kind of cool. But we have brand new turf this year. We've got a brand new field mm-hmm. um, and track. Actually, they're finishing the track hopefully this week. Um, and so they said not to bring the horses out anymore, unfortunately. What a bunch of nerds. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that thing was supposed to hold up. Yeah. Um, Did I catch a USC, a USC in there? Yeah. Are we worried about are we worried about Joyce taking the USC job? <laughs> if they let him ride horses, yeah. I think Joyce has probably probably put his put his name in the hat there. He's like, Well, if you want some horses, I got some guys. I forgot, is he an offense or defensive minded guy? Offense, right? He calls the offense currently. I mean he can. David's a very talented football coach. I mean, he's he can call the offense. He can call the defense. He can call special teams. I mean, during games, he's the only head coach I've ever seen who doesn't wear a headset. Doesn't wear a headset. Doesn't wear a headset. <laughs> what is this out there, man? Is it like Denzel Washington and freaking remember the Titans? Who yeah. is this guy? 
so old school. Yeah. I love it. That's like Vladimir Guerrero not wearing batting gloves. Love that. It's like he's like he's like Keanu Reeves in the Matrix. He's just like seeing it all going through and like, oh, okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. All right. Uh, That's gonna date us a little bit if anybody out there knows that uh that story. I mean, I'm looking at green right now from the sound wave, so I feel like Keanu Reeves as well, mm -hmm. just without any skills of dodging bullets. Um or go ahead or Gene Hackman or Gene Hackman in the replacements as Keanu Reeves' coach who wore a fedora, no headset. Oh yeah. Throwback. Yeah, there you go. Who's the yeah, who's, who's better? Uh uh Johnny Utah or Shane Falco. Shane Falco. I mean Shane the made debate, it to the NFL, but, the but debate because he's on. a scab, Utah would have been more talented, but he had that blown out knee in the in the uh, the orange bowl. It always comes down to that it always comes down to that orange bowl with for Johnny Utah. <laughs> Now he's a cop. Like how far how far do you fall when you go from the orange bowl to becoming a cop? FBI. And speaking of FBI. Yeah. Yeah. There's I heard I heard some rumors in town. There's some crazy stuff going on there. There is. Uh Teton Sports Talk is not gonna weigh in. There is a right now we're at the center of a murder mystery, and that is It's crazy. I, I, I see and Mike, I don't know how much you want to weigh on this, but it is wild to see national headlines that says Teton County. And I'm like in fact, I saw a national headline that was like, he was. They were visiting Yellowstone, Grand Teton National Park, and Yosemite out there in Wyoming, and I was like, mm, missed on the Yosemite part. That is a day's drive away. That is twenty-four hours of driving away from Wyoming. But you know, I wasn't going to comment. I wasn't going to say anything. No, it's just wild. I can't believe. Yeah, I never see like. It's FBI tragic. It's, tr it's it's a terrible yeah. situation. Yeah. It's it's true crime right here in the valley, and I'm not stoked about it. I like my true crime to happen over in uh, uh East Coast. Yeah, the East Coast somewhere. The cats guy. Who was the cats guy? He was Canadian. That guy was a psychopath. Don't mess <laughs> oh, with cats. Don't, yeah, yeah. The YouTubers figure <laughs> that out. Don't mess yeah. with the internet. They'll find yeah. you. Um, Mike, we're gonna have some more grilling questions. I know okay. that you came in here for a reason, but I've wrote some things down. Beyond, you're responsible. Not only you're the athletic director. You're the activities director, mm -hmm. throw a hell of a prom, and you're responsible for getting referees. And right now, I want to give you the floor on your plea to the community to sign up as a referee. Now, if you want Trainer and I to put some money on the game and go in there and start referencing some JV football, <laughs> perfectly, we are capable of doing that. We'll set the spread. Yeah. We'll take care of some people. Yeah. Is that what you want? Is that the style of refs you need? <laughs> that's not the dream scenario. Okay. All, All right. right. Well, you know, that's not the dream ideal. Um, just had to throw out my resume but, there. Yeah. I mean, we, we are looking for officials. Um, you know, I mean, right now, last week, I think I had I only had three people that would could officiate a middle school football game. Um, so we were just really looking to try and get the word out and spread the word um, to see if anybody that is interested – that can come and help out. We're happy to train you. Uh, we'll pay you to train you. Come in on a Saturday for two hours, and we'll teach you how to be an official. I'll give you the whistle. I'll give you the uniform. I'll give you everything you need. Um, just looking for some people that maybe I don't normally interact with that I can get the word out to um, so that we can make sure that we still are able to host events here for, you know, mostly middle school kids. You know, yeah. you know 12-year-olds that are trying to play volleyball, we don't have officials, so all of a sudden I'm looking like, oh, maybe I have to move my game to an away game now. Because I can't get an official, so that's kind of what that's I'm hard to for. hear. Yeah. So ideal scenario is, what what is the commitment level? Let's say for a middle school football team per week, is it one game per week? Um, I would say at most one game per week. It's about each game's about an hour. Pay I pay fifty dollars per game. Um, if somebody's coming from, let's say you lived in Victor, I pay mileage from there, fifty six cents a mile. So that's that's national standard. Yep. As someone who works in the shipping business. Um, wow. OK. So and there's no bookies. We've we've already covered that. And, is it, and in is the it, dream scenario, we're not gambling on the games. OK. Yeah. All right. No well, comment, that's, no comment. No comment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you have a couple of dedicated soccer referees that have been doing it for mm -hmm. 30 years. Yeah. Is there one guy ref that you can depend on or you need three new guys for the whole whole season? I would say. You know, anything we can get would be great. Um, if you can do a couple couple of games, you know, I would say most seasons, there's only probably four home games yeah. per season for some of these activities. Uh, but, yeah, we've had a number of people that have been doing it for a long time, certainly some soccer officials, some basketball officials that have been great over the years helping us. How, how do they register? How do they reach out to you? Yeah, how do they how do they get in touch with you? Yeah, I would say just send me an email, um, m-h-a-n-s-e-n at tcsd.org. So it's my first initial, Mike, uh, last name Hanson 
at TCSD as in Teton County School District.org. I was trying to unpackage TCSD there and I was like, I got this. I got this. I don't, <laughs> I don't got this. Okay, so we need <clears throat> we need <clears throat> hopefully some loyal fans uh pulled pulled over, wrote that down, and they're gonna they're gonna jump on board. Let's hope so. Um yeah, I I would my biggest fear of being a ref is getting yelled at. Because mm-hmm. they're going to get yelled at. It's the most thankless position in sports. But that's where the $50 an hour plus 56 cents a mile that you travel. That's how – every man has a price. Yeah. And that seems like a fair enough price to have someone yell at me because their kid was holding. And you're like, actually, that was holding. He br- drug him down to the ground. They're like, my son never holds. You're like, well, he did just then. Yeah. And that's – you know, part of that – part of my job is to take that away so that, you know, if, if I see a parent berating an official or something like that, you know, I'm going to go up into the stands and be like, hey, sir, let's make sure we're cheering positively for our team. Mm-hmm. You know, these, these guys are out here doing, doing their best to provide opportunities for our kids here. You know, something like that. Do you have any muscle to back that up? Uh, yeah, just these two pythons I bring with me everywhere. <laughs> yeah, all right, you know? all right. So, no. <laughs> Dang. Dang. Why need you, Massey? What's that? Why he needs you? Muscle. <laughs> I have a hamstring that's holding on by a feather. If, if a middle school kid breaks out on a run, I'm going to call it a touchdown because I can't make it to that <laughs> end of the field. There is there is no chance I can do any. Wait, do you get your own pair of cleats? If, if somebody wants cleats, I'll give them cleats. All right, I'm in. That, yep. right, that's it. That's all I need, a free pair of cleats. Uh, my travel time will be about three minutes. <laughs> so that's a that's $1.12. Um I'm trying to think of anything else. Oh, Mike, we forgot to ask you at this at the at the top of the interview here. Um, what is your sports allegiance? Uh, well, I'm fr- from Wisconsin, mm-hmm. uh, so big Badger guy. Actually, named my dog Badger. Um, big Packer fan as well. You know, as every good man should be. So, trainer, any thoughts on the, on the good man Packer fan scenario? Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, Massey's been trying to pull out the Aaron Rodgers look for about two months now, so I, I know that you know he's he's all in. I, dang it! Like this, <laughs> this comparison is not going. From who? Yeah, who stole from who? I heard you, this. I heard this he week. Stole from you. Yeah, he, he went and did he went and did ayahuasca or something. Came back on a plane with a with a weird shirt on, and he's just like it looks like a different person these days. So I know that the chicken became the chicken came before the egg, and you were the you were the chicken. Now the Packers, they're uh, they did their Packer thing where they lost big, and Aaron Rodgers said no big deal, and then came back and blew out the. I already forgot who they played last week. Lions. Lions. Oh yeah, that wasn't even close. Wasn't it funny how it rained in Green Bay only when Jared Goff had the ball? Was that weird to anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, there's you know? there's a little bit there. You know, I know like cloud seeding's a thing, but I didn't know the timing was so was so good. Divine intervention, man. Shirtless, shirtless cheeseheads pissing on the field. All at once. Oh, is that what it was? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of funny. The uh, so the Ryder Cup is actually in Wisconsin right now too. Wisconsin's and, on fire, right? Yeah, now. and actually, oh, they had all the European the European players came out to the first tee box, all wearing cheeseheads today. Really? Yeah, <laughs> they're they're out there with their sixteen ounce beer and a and a and a plate of cubed cheddar and a bratwurst and they're like i think this is America. Like when Europeans think of America, they think of Wisconsin. They're like cheese. Uh, every dairy product besides cheese that I can't think of, and beer and, and bratwurst. And I'm like, well, you came to you came to Wisconsin. Uh, how is how is Wisconsin feeling this weekend? If I if I may ask about Notre Dame, because I think they are frauds. I think uh, I I'd be feeling pretty good. You know, we lost to Penn State in the first game, but we turned the ball over I think three times inside the twenty, if I remember correctly, um, and had some some other major errors. But I I would feel pretty good. You know, we know the quarterback for Wisconsin. Yeah. For, sorry, for Notre Dame. He transferred from Wisconsin. We know his, his turns out he can throw well, against we, Florida State. We know his pros and, we know his pros and cons. So I think we're I think we're gonna be good. I feel very confident. I mean our defensive coordinator, Jim Leonard, is probably the most one of if not the most sought after assistant coach right now to be a head coach in college football. Like there were a number of NFL teams that interviewed him for to be their defensive coordinator last year. Really, I'm trying to think of someone else wow. besides besides Bill O'Brien, who is just in Nick Saban's rehab program. Um. Okay. Well, what about what about how do you feel about Jay Cohn going to Notre, Notre transferring from Wisconsin, going to Notre Dame, getting his finger popped and in back into place and throwing the game winning touchdown? Does that hurt you a little bit as a Wisconsin fan? Yeah. 
Do you want to see him succeed or do you want to see him fail? I see him, see him succeed. Like we chose to go in a different direction, so why wouldn't we let that somebody have that opportunity? I think that's great for them. It's it, it's not the same, but it's kind of like when Favre left. Sure. You know when Favre left, I, he wanted to play. We wanted to move on with Rodgers. Great. Why, why are we holding a grudge? Why are we burning Favre jerseys? He wants to go play somewhere. Go play. Let, we're moving on. But you can still play if you want. So Jay Cohen was like, I'm tired of running the ball. Can do you mind if I pass it a little bit? Is that what the Well, whole he got benched. He, he 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 wasn't the starter anymore. Oh, so he's like, I gotta go. All right. All right. And uh Wisconsin's favorite six and a half. That's at Soldier Field trainer. Oh, is it really? Yeah, so no uh Notre Dame, do they travel very well? I don't feel like they travel that well. They Notre do. Dame, I was gonna say Favre went to a crappy team, the Jets, and that guy also went to a crappy team in Notre Dame. That's a nice little comparison there. Um, I would say, wait, so is uh, are Cincinnati's not playing in Chicago this weekend? They're playing in Cincinnati. Are they, they turning that field around? I you you have me in no man's land. Cincinnati's playing who? The Bears and Justin Fields starting. Oh, I went I went Bearcats. Um, yes, they must be flipping the field. I'm sorry, the, Chicago's playing in Cleveland. Anyway. Yeah, that's cool. I love when I love the neutral field, especially when they use the NFL, the really old NFL team or NFL stadiums, or like when they turn Wrigley Field. I know Northwestern has had a Wrigley Field game before. I love that stuff. I'm I'm into it, and I want to pick Wisconsin because I feel like Wisconsin. They remind okay. Follow me here. They remind me of uh, Georgia and the SEC East. They're in a weaker division of the Big Ten. Ohio State is the big dog, much like Alabama's the big dog. They have a little bit of trouble in the Big Ten, and they sometimes make it to Indianapolis for the for the championship, and then sometimes they trip over themselves like they did against Penn State, which wasn't fair because that was the opening game. It's very hard to start conference play playing a Big Ten opponent or a conference foe. Where does this Wisconsin team – rank among the other Wisconsin teams that have a loss early on, in your opinion, Mike? I think it's too early to really tell on that because their season last year was so disjointed. I think they ended up having one of the most disjointed seasons from COVID with shutdowns. I think it was like they played a game and then they had to wait 28 days or something like that before they played their next game. It was some that. absurd number. I don't remember exactly. Um, and then, you know, they, I think they only played a total of five games. If I remember right, there were three and two um, and they were like up and down after week one last year, Graham Mertz, who was starting because Cone was hurt at the time. Um, uh, I think he had a separated shoulder or something. He went 22 of 23 or something like that for five TDs. And yeah. so he just lit up the world. And then we played Michigan after that and we lit up the world. And then it was like the wheels fell off. It was just, he, he went out, he was out with COVID. And so then the whole team just kind of went downhill from there. Um, and then obviously we've only had you know, a few games this year. So it's kind of hard to tell exactly where they're at. We, I don't see the phenomenal running game that they're used to having um, with all the running backs and linemen that we've sent to the NFL. Um, so I'm hoping that, you know, some of these young guys, we just got a transfer in from um, Clemson as a running back. He, he's, he's shown some promise. We have a young guy named Jalen Berger is pretty good, uh, but it hasn't been so far this season, like what it used to be watching, you know, Jonathan Taylor run for 2000 yards a season. That was pretty yeah, was, Wisconsin had some running I was backs. Gonna, yeah, yeah, I was getting, yeah, like running back you, Melvin Gordon, Ron Dane for all those mm-hmm. kids out there. Uh, is there any Watt brothers on the team this year? Nope. They're all they're all graduated. I think there's three of them in the three three of them in the NFL. One's the uh, highest played oh, defensive done, lineman. Done with Watt brothers? Damn it. What's well, gonna be it's gonna be uh sons here and when JJ has his son play yeah. in like fifteen <laughs> years. What um what crossover games are there wisconsin has to play iowa right do they play anybody so else? in the west it's usually i mean it's usually wisconsin and iowa that's making it to the title game yeah wisconsin's made it over 50 percent of the times that they've had a big 10 title game it's been wisconsin um, but Iowa's usually been our biggest hurdle minnesota who knows i mean pj fleck there has kind of turned that program around um so maybe they're a threat they beat us last year for the first time and i want to say 15 years maybe was the first time they beat Wisconsin. Oh wow. Um, so that was kind of a that was a tough one to take. Um and they they're they're defensive heavy this year, right? Iowa they they've had yep. a lot of like what mm-hmm. turnover luck where they're just getting pick sixes. You can't yep. eventually that's going to run out. You're yep. not going to have a pick six every game. I mean unless you're Alabama who scored in like what? 2017 right. scored what what 18 
defensive touchdowns. Just saying. Just you know, just throwing out some stats. Nobody there. else. Nobody else is keeping score. Well, you know, someone someone's got to throw out those. Your team's good, but not that good. You know, kind of. Has pomp- Wisconsin pomp- gone to a playoff game yet? Has What's Wisconsin that? gone to a playoff game? Have they won a Big Ten? No, gone to a playoff game. They I, have. In the, I, 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 yeah, I was I was just curious. No, nope, they, they have they not. The, They've uh, the there's been twenty. There's been two years that they had they won the Big Ten title game, they probably would have gone to the Final Four where they were playing Ohio State. Right. They were either undefeated or had one loss. Um, and had they beaten Ohio State, they probably would have gotten there. Um, but they have not gotten to the, to the Final Four yet. The, yeah, because uh, yeah, there's there's only eight teams out of there's 28 teams total that have gone, and 20 teams have been the same teams. We've covered them before. I didn't know if Wisconsin fell into that group of eight, so I'm just curious. I think only Ohio State has scored a touchdown in the uh, in the college football playoff <laughs> from the Big Ten. I'm pretty sure the that's Big it. 10. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's probably right. Sparty went one year, and they got zero. Um, oh, that's who went. Sparty yeah. went. Yeah. Yeah, that was hilarious. They got they got rolled. I watched I watched it with a Michigan State fan and never said a word until I walked out the door and I said, "Hey, I got one thing to say. Zero. And was it Kirk Cousins? Was it? Was it? Was it might have been Kirk Cousins. No, I don't think it was Kirk Cousins. I don't believe I so. Um, I can't remember who was the quarterback at the oh, time. Connor running Cook, back, Connor Cook. Yeah, Connor Cook. I think the yeah. running back was Le'Veon Bell. I believe that'll help. Ah. Yeah. That'll, that'll do a thing. Um, <clears throat> let's stay on Big Ten football for a little bit. Does it feel more winnable this year than years past since Ohio State's defense is so bad? Yes, without doubt. I mean, I feel like, you know, Wisconsin's got a shot to, if they get to the title game, I think this is the year that is the most vulnerable Ohio State or anybody on the East has benefits. Penn State, I know we can beat Penn State. We should oh, have yeah. beaten Penn State. Oh, yeah. You know, so if it's one of those two, I would feel far more confident than I've been in the past. What about Michigan? Everyone's hot on Michigan right now. Come on. Trash. I love it. Come on. I think they're frauds as well. Uh, pleated pants? Come on now. You don't do that. Yeah, Come on yeah. He's, he's got some stain defenders yeah, going on. Like geez. He also is – did you know in Harbaugh trainer, chime in on this, he's got a look these days. He's got like a, if you were to enshrine him in bronze – when he won, if he won a, a national title, he's got like the rimmed glasses and the hat down low, and he's got this like funny little stance with his pleated khakis. Have you noticed that, trainer? I remember the rimmed glasses and the hat down, the red sharpie, the pleated khakis. I don't know about the stance yet. I've not seen the stance this year. He like grabs the the top of mm-hmm. his of his knees, and he gets down in a three point stance, like he's he's about to be in the play. Well, he did say he would rather. What did he say? He wants to die coaching football, or he'd rather die in the football field than not like I, I forgot what it was. It was something amazing. Then die in some similar traditional way of like old age, <laughs> surrounded by your family. I would like to die around my friends and family members. I would die exactly. in the football field. He I would rather yeah, he take a fullback helmet to the chest than die of old age, surrounded by friends and family. Yeah, he doesn't want to die on his deathbed, like a grandparent's house with the kids around the bed. Everybody's saying goodbye to him. He wants to die. By being taken out by like a guy getting tackled on the sideline, like Charlie Weiss style, but instead of his knee, it's his head. Was that too dark? Was that dark? <laughs> I think I think we'll move on. Um, Trainer, you and I are gonna huddle up. Mike is gonna chime in. We're gonna we're gonna get him going here. We are already whoa. We're already twenty min- twenty eight minutes in, and we need to run through the huddle real quick. And it, just to remind you, if you're a first time listener, the huddle is the good news of the week. The critical number of the week, something you are stuck on. Your quote slash question of the week. I'll kick it to you, trainer. What is your good news? Uh, mine was uh, this is a this is for Mike actually in a way. Uh, Aaron Jones on Monday Night Football scoring four touchdowns with his dad's ashes around his neck on a necklace. It was his first home game at Lambeau since his dad had passed in April, and he lost the necklace. But then somebody, I guess, a Fields. Fieldsman, what would you call those guys that work on the field? I think it was the equipment, equipment manager, I thought. Yeah, yeah, that guy. He found it, which is sweet. How much pressure do you have as an equipment manager if some if Aaron Jones comes up to you and you can you find my dad dad's ashes in the end zone? Yeah. It's like, oh <laughs> crap. Yes, I'm right on that. You don't even you don't even do what other duties you're doing. You don't clean up the popcorn from the stands. You're like down in that end zone trying to figure out what where the hell it is. Yeah, it was it was they said it was like he was out there till like four AM or something like that, and that's when he finally found it. It was small too. It was like, you know, a very small yeah, burn yeah. thing. I, 
Oh, he wasn't walking around like what? What is it? Meet the parents, the urn of whatever grandparent yeah, no. they had. It was. This wasn't like the turnover chain here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so. The saddest, the saddest turnover chain of all yeah. time. Um, my good news of the week is Ben Simmons, who's making headlines in the NBA. I know we're in mid football season, but Ben Simmons says, "Hell no, he will never wear a 76ers jersey again." And I would like to kick it to you, Graham. How do you like Ben Simmons throwing shade at the Philadelphia fans? I mean, he's giving it back to him. Obviously, like, they don't want to see him play. He doesn't want to play there anymore. I don't know how Joel Embiid or Doc Rivers really feel about all this, uh, whether they want him back or not. I remember Doc Rivers famously not being able to answer the question whether Ben Simmons can play point guard in the NBA or whatever it was, and he said, I don't know. Which yes. was, like, a very honest answer after heartbreakingly losing to the, I think, Atlanta Hawks in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, you got to give it back, and I think it's just – it's the the bridge has been burned too too crisp now, and it's time to time to move on and make one of those trades. I know the the Blazers are out there, the Golden State Warriors are out there. There's there's definitely trade companions, but the Sixers want way too much for him. So there might be a little bit of a weird Anthony Davis situation where they sit him until a team gets desperate or they, a team is kind of smelling themselves playing above their you know uh, they're out of their skis a little bit and they're like, oh, we could be a contender. We just need Ben Simmons. All we need to do is trade six first round picks for him. You know who's got all those picks? The Pelicans. Pelicans. The Pelicans have That's a right. lot of picks. And if you want to smell desperation, you take a whiff of that New Orleans hair <laughs> down there. And I'm thinking Ben Simmons to the Pelicans might be a great fit with him and Zion. He can't shoot. Zion can't shoot. Just everything three feet from the basket. Yeah, 100%. Actually, Mike, did you – are you a big – Are you? I mean, I don't know if you like the NBA, but you – I mean, you follow the box. Do you care about Milwaukee winning? Oh, it was awesome. I mean, I'm not, I had not been a huge NBA guy, um, but it was really cool and fun and special following that. Um, obviously, with Giannis coming back to the Bucks, you know, and not doing the super team thing, that was super cool. Um, and then for them to, to win it that, that way and win it in Milwaukee, that was, that was really cool, really special. I had a number of friends that went to games. I mean, I had a friend that booked his, he booked his flight and bought his ticket to game six during game five. He's yes. like, if they're going to win it, I got to get back now. And so he just did. He was like, I'm in. Can you can you solve this mystery for Trent and I? Is Milwaukee on a great lake? Because there's a beach out in front of their stadium, and I don't know why there is a beach in yeah. Milwaukee. There, there, there's a pretty significant lake right there, Okay, yes. all yeah. right. Mm-hmm. I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. I figured, is it White Sandy <laughs> Beach? Because I was like, is that is that White Sandy yeah. Beach? Is that a real thing? Mm. Which lake is that? That would be Lake Michigan. Yeah, I've heard of that. I've heard of that. Trainer, you've heard of Lake Michigan, haven't you? Yeah, Holmes, H-O-M-E-S. Michigan's the middle one, M. <laughs> Is that Remember the acronym? Holmes? No. Yeah, that's yeah. Holmes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was taught yeah. so much in school, and and Mike, you might uh, might want to plug your ears, but retain none of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, becoming becoming a skid in Jackson Hole really erased a lot of my uh, a lot of my knowledge from the, my former education. What is your yeah, critical? Lake, Go ahead, Trainer. Lakes, Lakes, Lake Superior. I don't know the other three though. Oh, Huron, Ontario, Michigan, Erie Superior. Would not Ontario. have gotten Huron or Erie. I don't think. I had I, I had Michigan and Superior wrapped up. What's your critical number of the week, Trainer? Uh, thirty-five. Um, uh, I'm turning thirty-five. No, I'm turning thirty-four. What is thirty-five? Oh, you got an extra year. Yeah, bonus just, year. Yeah, there we go. Bonus year. Uh, it's like you forget that it's Wednesday. It's actually Thursday. Depends on any more crap beers you keep drinking. Uh, Thirty-five is the number of second-half points UNC scored against Virginia. We were up twenty-eight to twenty-four at the half. Ended up losing fifty-nine thirty-nine. What a what a tale of two halves, Massey. Um, you've, it's very funny because Sam Howell, since the Virginia Tech game, has been getting absolutely dunked on. Everyone thought he was a loser. He comes into UVA and puts up those. I mean, he passed for six hundred plus yards. Not mm-hmm. that Virginia de- Virginia's defense is worth really much, but still, he put on a showcase. Did you watch any of Wait, this? So I just want to clarify: Virginia's still trying to play football these days. Damn. Oh, cold. Oh, I just I just wasn't sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. All, right. All right. Well, I'll forgive you. But we got a uh, Bronco Mendenhall from BYU. You might be familiar. I remember the name. Uh, he's up there recruiting. This is his. Fourth or fifth year, trainer? I think fifth. And actually, there's uh, Virginia is traveling to BYU in late October. I think I might be in attendance. Nice. It's in the roadshow. All right. Yeah. The, uh, this is the first time UVA's played east, west of the Mississippi in uh, 130-something years. <laughs> so 
I'm, I'm going to go watch it. You'd think the Rose Bowl would be sprinkled in here and there, yeah. but no, they have no appearances in the yeah. Rose Bowl. You'd be shock, shocked to learn that. Well, it would, it would help to be a Big Ten or Pac-10 team for that. Yeah, it would really it really would help narrow it down. Trainer, what do you think of the game? Mike, do you think we could throw some money at Barry Alvarez to come out of retirement and coach UVA? That's not a bad thought. That's, that's a good plan. I mean, the guy, the guy yeah. still – He's the guy that built the entire university, basically, in terms of its sports culture. You know, I mean, it was he, – he is an icon for sure in, in Wisconsin. We have a Wisconsin boy and Tony Bennett, never forget. That's true. Green Bay. Um, my critical number of the week is 817. Number of fans at UVA-UNC game? I would take the over on that, I think. 817 <laughs> yards that Derek Carr has thrown. He has leads the NFL after two weeks – he is 100-plus over uh, Kyler Murray. And Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes, and Justin Herbert are all in that 675 to 690 realm. Derek Carr is at 817. Are we starting to think that Derek Carr is having that ninth-year NFL bump where he's actually pretty good at quarterback? <laughs> some some, some do it in their third year, some in their fourth, but he's in his ninth and he's doing it, finally. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. I've seen the Raiders get up, get off to hot starts. Derek Carr looked like a, an all-pro. That one year they did go to the playoffs. They looked good, but he broke his leg. I mean, I, I've always liked Derek Carr. I, I mean, he's definitely better than David. Um, I, I don't want to say anything yet. I want to see them play the gauntlet that is the Chargers, the Broncos, and the Chiefs, obviously, in their division. That's a tough division. Yeah. Football's big. Football's huge in the West these days. SEC West, the what's the the Jacksonville High School Conferences? 3A, 3A West. 3A West, 3A West, stacked. NFC West, NFC West, AFC West. Jesus. Big Ten West, Big Ten West. Got <laughs> Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, that's uh, the, all the West are are completely relevant right now. Trainer, what is your stock on of the week? Oh, mine is the. I mean, mine's kind of been like talked to death, I guess, probably from all uh, angles, perspectives. But the taunting fouls in in the NFL, we gotta, we just gotta like make. Make it no fun again after we bring back, you know, dancing or we say dancing is okay to do. It's like, why would you go in that other direction? Step on, step on those toes. The fans want to see some taunting. It's just, it's just fun to have. Yeah, Mike, wait, wait, weigh in on this. Where, where do you stand? Uh, celebrations, uh, okay. If that's what direction you're going, I would agree. Taunting, then nah, nah. certainly not something I want to see in high school football. I'll say that. And All so right. the hard part is like, you know, the kids watch it on Saturdays and Sundays, and then they just want to do stuff like that, and it becomes a problem. Um, That's fair, but it's celebrating absolutely. I I don't I don't know why they shut down on some of those things. Why can't you celebrate as a team as a group? You yeah, know? I I don't understand. I guess, Go ahead. I guess I should have yeah I should have said more so like not the like over the top taunting that's just obnoxious, but kind of like celebrating. Celebrating can be there's a fine line of celebrating and taunting after mm -hmm. you sack somebody and you do a little like you know Ray Lewis dance like that's called taunting kind of, but it's also celebrating. So that's where I kind of. That, that fine line is tough to cross yeah. or to navigate. It's it's hard because you make it to the NFL level and you're like, I've worked my tail off. Um, let's yeah. put it from like a DB makes a pick. He might, if he has a good season, he makes six picks mm -hmm. out of the hundreds of plays that he's played. So if you get six chances to be like, you know, throw your hands up in the air and say, I'm the man, I just picked off let's say Derek Carr or Kyler Murray or Patrick Mahomes, I think you should have that opportunity to be like, I did it. This is every single rep I've ever taken in my life. I just picked off Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady or whomever. So I, the, if you're standing over like a lifeless body because you've, you've knocked them out, that's one thing. But if you just scored right. a touchdown to take the lead late in the fourth, you don't, you don't need to be told by some dude that's never played in the NFL how or why you celebrate. Yeah, it's hard to gauge like somebody's excitement level, and yeah, it is kind of it's it's actually kind of true. Like, how much do you, how much does taunting get called on the offensive side? Like, maybe a receiver will you know give a, give like the come and get me finger to a corner, but mostly defensive players are the ones who get in trouble for taunting because they celebrate a tackle, which is considered I guess violent, but it's still part of the game. So that's yeah, it's it's tough. I, I wouldn't want to have to be a, re a referee that's kind of having to be you know. Be, be nitpicky about that stuff. Um, my stuck on, and we don't have to stay on this very long, but Bama looked very vulnerable against the run, uh, Dan Mullen's run offense at Florida. That looked bad. I'm not sure if y'all saw that. 
No one? Crickets? Okay. All right. Well, also, also Matt Corral, uh, Lane Kiffin has a bye week uh, this week. He plays Bama next week. Matt Corral is somewhere on the Heisman watch list. I think Ole Miss is geared up. Bama is vulnerable. Ole Miss is geared up to have one of those Ole Miss games where we're going to win like 39-38 on a last-second field goal, and I can just feel it in my bones. And Lane, the, the, the ghost of Lane Kiffin has me up at night staring at the ceiling. What is your quote slash question of the week, Trainer? Uh, so, yeah, pivoted to maybe something fun coming up here moving forward, but won't speak too much more about that. I, I know this one. Mike, do you know Do you know this rivalry in, in golf? It's a golf quote before the Ryder Cup. I do not know that one. Trainer? This is, this is Bryson, who's oh. – I guess claiming that they've gotten together and I don't know if they're coming up with, if it's something where they're going to play one-on-one in some kind of fun golf tournament, kind of like the, the one in Montana between uh, Bryson, A-Rod and uh, Phil. Uh, Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady. Sure. That's all fun, but I don't want to just see this like get Disney fied. I want to, I want to have a little, little, you know, I want that bitter rivalry going on in a sport that needs something like that. And we've been following this closely as you saw, but Bryson DeChambeau versus Brooks mm-hmm. Kepka. Bryson, mm-hmm is good for maybe like two or three one-liners that he's thought up late at night in his little laboratory as he's lifting, curling 100-pound weights. And he cannot locker room talk. He can't go with the flow. He can't jab back and forth. But apparently him and Brooks are going to – they went to dinner, and then Bryson said later that something fun is coming up. Like, Mm -hmm. what does Bryson – and what could they do together that would be fun? Box? I think it'd be fun for us if Bryson DeChambeau and Brooks Kepka boxed. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I mean, besides yeah, besides doing a, a charity tournament on pay per view, I can't really think of something that comes to mind that wouldn't be boxing. There's not a good middle ground there. When Bryson says fun, my 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 the my spidey right, senses right. go up, and I'm like, probably not. <laughs> that's that's, that's how that's how I land on land on that rivalry. Uh, my quote of the week is from Urban Meyer. He was. He said this to the. Uh, I forget who the who's the Denver Broncos head coach. Oh, he's Nick new. Fangio. Yeah, that's it. Nick Fangio uh, got approached by Urban Meyer, and he said, "He said, man, every week is like playing Bama out here." And he was like, "Are you serious? This is the NFL. Like, of course, of course, it's like playing Bama. These guys are really good at football, and it just shows." Or they all you. Went to Alabama. Well, yeah. I, will, I will. Here's a here's a fun stat. If you can have a starting lineup as an NFL team, just using Alabama players on offense and defense, meaning that at every single position on offense and defense, NFL-wide, there is a starter at Alabama, from Alabama. Every position. At every position. There's three quarterbacks now. That didn't used to be the case. Um, We are, as a show, Mike, love trashing Urban Meyer. Would you like to put your hat in the ring? <laughs> he's an Ohio State guy. He's yeah. a Florida guy. Yeah, no, I mean, he's he's ter- certainly taken down Wisconsin a few times. Um, so that Mike was not fun, that's Hansen for sure. Mike hates Urban Meyer. Yeah. What that, just, that just came out of Mike's mouth. I interpreted what he said. Yeah. And Urban Meyer is trash. Yeah, and you know, he's got he's got Kyler Murray on the docket, so have fun. And Kyler Murray's looking exceptional this year. Now that his Ky- shoulder's not hurt. Oh, are they playing them next? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, they're playing Arizona this weekend. Yeah, Murray is looking the Jag- good. Jag- the Jaguars are. Yeah. If if he can stay healthy, Kyler Murray, all five eight of him looks as like an excellent quarterback. He can he can run like Lamar and he can pass like Patrick Mahomes. So keep keep an eye on Kyler. Um, is that it for our huddle? Did I just did I finish that off? You did. Okay, let's um efficient. We what we need we need a referee like Mike in the room keeps us on our toes. <laughs> we don't lollygag. Yes, please, Mike. Let's let's plug this again. You need refs for football games, for volleyball games, any sort of games. You'll pay them fifty dollars an hour, fifty six cents a mile. How do they get in touch with you? Email me, Mike at M Hansen H A N S E N at tcsd dot org. Teton County School District dot org. Did uh did they hop on that dot org train when they everyone thought the internet was going from dot com to dot org? They're not dot edu. No, no schools are dot. No high schools are dot edu. Some are like dot k twelve dot wy dot us. You know, uh, but I don't know why we, they changed. But 
There are a lot of schools that have weird email addresses. That's back when the internet was like, the internet's actually not that expansive. We're all going to go to doc, .org soon. Do you remember that in, <laughs> in high school? You're like, no, I'm pretty sure they're just going to keep up with .com and everything will be solved. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, I dated myself the other day at work. I said something about uh, Bing.com or, or, Yelp or uh, Alta Vista or Ask Jeeves and somebody made fun of me. I was like, yeah, I know. All right. Well. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, all right, so let's do our college football pick them real quick, and then we'll get to the NFL slate with the time remaining. Right now, Massey has I, – I have Bama, Ohio State, Clemson, and Iowa. Trainer has Oklahoma, Georgia, Oregon, and Cincy, and I'm first pick, right? Yeah, Massey uh, talks about himself in the third person now. I only can read my notes. I can't transcribe them simultaneously, <laughs> and then Massey just came out of my mouth. Um, right now, I – I'm looking at Penn State really hard. Right now, Clemson is sitting at number nine. Ohio State sitting at number 10 with one loss. And then Bama's on top. And then Iowa's number five. I don't know if Clemson – I think we're three or four weeks away from Dabo Sweeney getting on the mic in front of a presser and saying how tough the ACC is. Ohio State, I still think, can win the Big Ten. I mean, Penn State stands in their way. So does Michigan. But Michigan, like we said earlier, frauds. Yeah, Mike agrees with me. He also hates he also hates Ohio State. So I'm I'm all in on that. Um, Iowa is more of a compelling storyline because I think their defense is really good. But I'm gonna ah, out of the West go, though. Go, Iowa, Massey, go three, West. Go, Massey, go three Big Ten teams. I'm not Ten going. Show. I'm not. This is a Big Ten heavy show. <laughs> Don't, right. don't go three Big Ten teams. I'm going to tell you that right now. Do not do that. Please do not do that. All right, I'm All staying. Right. All right, Trainer, I pass to you. I'm keeping Iowa, although Penn State looked good against Auburn. I did like the, the, the whiteout. Maybe I'm not used to seeing fans in the stadiums, and I took all this for granted, but that whiteout was looking pretty pretty stellar. On the whiteout was pretty sweet. Yeah, Trainer, did you want to switch up any of your trash teams? Oklahoma, trash. Cincinnati, trash. Georgia looks the best out of all of them. Oregon will never know because they're in the Pac-12. Not, not till the very end, Massey. We won't know. Uh, I would love to. Thanks for asking. And because Notre Dame is about to play, about to host Cincinnati. Cincinnati has a bye going into the Notre Dame game, and I have Cincinnati right now. Notre Dame is about to get blown out by Wisconsin. Okay. They will not be ranked next Monday. Cincinnati's win at Notre Dame will not matter as much anymore, in my opinion. I will pick up Penn State. Thank you very much. All right, you just sold your soul to the devil. I'm okay with that. You've had Notre Dame. They've got – Coached by a murderer. Got, I mean, Penn State has all the ability with the strength of schedule. They've got at Iowa and at Ohio State on a schedule that includes uh, versus Villanova this weekend, which won't move the, the needle very much. But I think that, obviously, if Penn State can run the table, lose one game, go to the Big Ten title game and still – and win that, I think, yeah, I'm going to ride the Penn State Nittany Lion train. I'm going to hope for James Franklin uh, – Firing up his resume for that USC position. Let's do it. Do you think he's not going to bolt early to USC? Do you think USC will get hot or cold feet, whatever the expression is, and hire somebody before the season's end? No way. No, I don't. No, no, no. I think they'll they'll have to. They won't get a coordinator from the NFL unless it's a team that. No, yeah, they're they're going to hire somebody between college football season being over the regular season that is, and the NFL playoffs so sometime in december so yeah i think you'll probably be in the mix i mean are there are there, no, there are no like hot up-and-coming guys at uh mid-majors i guess maybe fickle at cincinnati That's like a, who's yeah. like who, who's the option that they could get like nobody's james franklin's not going to say he's leaving penn state mid-season no uh you know? iowa state coach campbell has got a got a thing maybe. going on yeah they need to make something splashy though and it's so funny i think usc is at risk of falling in love with an interim head coach, kind of like Ed Orgeron mm-hmm. at uh, at a couple of different places, right? Ole Miss, yeah. they fell in love with Ed Orgeron. LSU, they fell in love with Ed Orgeron. I think that will set back USC even further if they have an interim head coach with success. That I think it's James Franklin or kind of bust or or somebody coming from the NFL. Other than that, USC is is once again placing themselves in the obscurity of the Pac-12 that is a mishmash of just – random teams although Oregon Chip Kelly fell to Fresno State thank you very much um well done I think Oregon is is 
I think he Oregon's sitting there like, bring it. Whoever the next guy is, we need someone in this conference to help boost our own resume. USC, you you used to play football. All the California quarterbacks are going to the SEC and playing. They need someone big. And James Franklin seems like he is the guy for me, especially what if he goes to the playoffs and they just hand him a bunch of money? That's kind of my worry. Well, not that I'm worried. Yeah, I mean, USC's a, a destination job that's arguably easier to win at than Penn State. You sure. Have all those California recruits and, as we just discussed, you know, less in-conference competition. You know, I mean, it just in his – you know, James Franklin in the East, you know, he's got Ohio State and Michigan there every year. You know, that makes it a lot more difficult. I don't. I think Oregon's in the in the Pac-12 North, aren't they? So mm-hmm. I think USC's in the South. I mean, they don't have a whole lot of barriers there. So it's a slightly better job, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, I don't know. And James Franklin kind of looks, he kind of looks Southern California. He's got a nice tan. Yeah, he's kind of he's kind of in shape. I don't know where he's from. I remember coaching Vandy before Penn State, but I don't know where he's from. I I forgot that he coached at Vandy. He survived. Yep. He's a survivor. Yep. Thank you for your service down in Nashville. <laughs> uh, trainer, I'm going to kick it to you. This will be our last segment. Um, let's t- let's talk the NFL. You have him in, in in tears. I do have him in tears. I didn't want to go back too far, but I did one day. Uh, kind of hung over. The Blind Side was on. Guess who pops on my screen? Ed Ogeron in a Mississippi suit or a, a, a suit with a Mississippi lapel on, and I'd totally forgotten about him coaching Ole Miss. It was hilarious. Yeah, he that the slate of coaches on that on that uh, movie. Nick Saban's wearing uh, purple LSU. and gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sandra James Bullock Franklin. won Actually, a freaking Oscar for that. That was a little. Well, I was a little like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, you want to give that one back? Langhorn, Pennsylvania, for Jim. For James Franklin, so he's a he's a home guy there. Ooh. That's that's gonna that's gonna add add a little bit to the mix. Yeah, I'll wait till he flies out to L.A. and he sees the palm trees and he's like, "Well, this doesn't sound so bad." A parking spot in Pasadena. It could happen. Yeah, some babes out there. All right, NFL. Uh, I got the got the tiers. We got the Dark Knight tier, the top the top games of the week. We got Batman Returns, the middle <laughs> tier, not quite as good, but still a great sequel. Sure. And we have the Batman. And- Batman and Robin tier, the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger and George Clooney, awful games that nobody wants to watch. Dark Knight tier, got Packers, Mike's Packers at San Francisco. San Francisco, three-and-a-half-point favorite. Looking forward to that one for sure. Down to talk a little more more about it if you want to, Mike. Yeah, that will be an interesting game with all the trade drama about Aaron Rodgers and the the Niners and how they were going to draft draft day, you know, trying to get him. Um, And then obviously just the – interestingness of Matt LaFleur being um, on that Kyle Shanahan coaching staff um, and running the same offense and everything. Um, so I'm, I'm interested to see how that plays out, especially because, you know, two years ago, they just absolutely manhandled us in the playoffs. Oh, was that brutal watching? I think they rushed for like 450 yards. That was a tough one to take. Shana- oh, the Mostert game. Yeah. The yep. Game, yeah. Yep. I could run for 100 yards for Kyle Shanahan. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how he schemes it up, and mm-hmm. he's on his. He's already down a couple of running backs this year. Is that right? Yep. Um, yeah, Mostert included. What I saw from the Packers last week just doesn't seem like the Niners have any chance of scoring as many points as the Packers are capable of. That being said, the Niners' defense is super good. Their looming quarterback controversy. I don't know if that comes into play. Um. I like the Packers in this game. Trainer, you're gonna make a pick. Yeah, I like the, yeah, I like the Packers too. I'm kind of hoping, like you just said, the controversy. I'm kind of hoping that the Niners decide Jimmy G can't get us back in this game. Maybe put the kid in Trey Lance. Maybe he can score some points. What do you, What do you about to think about your Packers against the Niners this game? You still have the yeah. reverberations from last. I mean, I I'm clearly gonna go with the Pack on this one. Um, my my biggest concern is what happened against the Saints, unfortunately. A little pressure on Rodgers early. From Bosa. We get behind. Yeah, because Bosa and we have, you know, our, our left tackle, our starting left tackle, David Bakhtiar, all pro, out. Didn't um, realize that. Yep. So he's out. So we're actually playing Elton Jenkins, who played center last year. He's playing tackle. Um, so that's my that's my concern is if the line starts breaking down a little bit and we get a little pressure on Rodgers and then we start pressing a little bit like we did against the Saints, it could all implode. And that was yeah, – week one wasn't good. 
Week, week one, uh, I will just take that. Uh, Jameis Winston was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then you have Jameis Winston being bad. Yep. And that's the lightning <laughs> that I've been talking about all offseason. Like, Jameis Winston will have good games, and he will have bad games, and he looked bad against the Panthers. Um, but brilliant. I mean, he only threw for 150 yards against the Packers. I'm not sure how he got five touchdowns out of that. It was always short fields because we were going for it on fourth down. We turned the ball over in the red zone a few times. Yeah. All right. What's your dark whatever tier batman tier we're in another dark night uh yeah this one actually if you have the packers and niners that could be one side of the of the bracket in the nfc uh playoffs the other side could be tampa bay at the rams tampa yes. bay is favored by one and a half on the road so this could be the final four potentially nfc playoffs uh the way these teams are all playing and the way how talented they are uh definitely interested in tom brady you got stafford going back home playing a non-andy dalton chicago bears team at home, so it'll be very interesting to see how this game goes. I think I like the Rams at home to take the champs down. Um, I think Matt, I, th- I like Matthew Stafford. I want Sony Michelle to be good. I don't know if by week three, if he's going to have the play playbook mastered, but I think there's so much potential in their run game there, especially with their I forget who their RB one is going to this game. Tom Tom Brady. I just have been picking against Tom Brady for the last five years. And I think I'm just going to come to the conclusion that Tom Brady will be favored in every game and he'll march down the field and kick a field goal with, with 10 seconds left and they'll end up winning this game. What about you, Mike? Yeah, I, I would go Rams on this one. I just think, you know, McVay is such a good coach. Um, Stafford, like you said, being home there, I think that'll be fun to watch. Um, and unfortunately, the Packers lost to Brady in the uh, NFC title game last year, so I'm a little, a little salty over that. Okay. So. All right. Rams Rams. it is. All right. Let's give the Arnold Schwarzenegger tier of uh, games. Are we? Are, are there's, or is another version of this? Oh, there's one more. Uh, Chargers at Chiefs. That would be a good game. Finally, a good AFC West. Uh, te- opponents are starting to play each other, so excited for that one. Herbert, the new... The new Prince versus the King, Patrick Mahomes. So not not much else to say there, but that'll be a good shootout game. The Chargers beat the Cowboys like five times on Sunday. They seem like they're better poised than a Phillip Rivers Chargers team, which are completely hopeless when they're down a score. Six minutes left. They need to get to the end zone. Herbert makes is that difference. Chiefs six and a half, though. With that defense, Patrick Mahomes makes up for a lot of mistakes in that defense. They are dead but they seem to be like dead last in the NFL for points allowed or yards allowed. Um, the Chargers, it's hard to pick against Patrick Mahomes, but I'm going to yeah, I'm gonna say Chargers are going to cover. They're not going to win, but they're going to cover. Yeah, I like that. I think it's almost a good idea to just bet Chiefs games this year, all overs, and the Chiefs don't cover the spread because I feel like they're just going to play tight games and the score is going to be over 70 every time combined. Dude, we're gonna we're gonna do some gambling. Maybe we'll ref these games. Mike, do you have any, any opinion on the Chargers and the Chiefs? <laughs> no, I, th- I think that'll be a blast to watch for sure. Um, I've been really impressed with Herbert. Um, starting at the end of the last year and the way he's come out this year, he's been super talented. Um, if I was picking that game, I would kind of agree with you guys. Um, you know, my heart says my my good friend that I went to high school with is a coach for the Chargers, so I kind of hope they win. I always cheer for him, but uh, he's got a Super uh, Bowl ring. Hey, he was former coach for your for your Saints. Back in the day. What's his name? Let's give him a shout out. He'll hear this. Uh, Frank Smith, Frank Franklin Smith the third. Franklin Smith the third. What is it? What role does he have for the Chiefs? I believe he's uh, offensive line coach, run game coordinator. So he just is like when we run the ball every fifth play, then, yeah. <laughs> then he gets a call and he's like, "Oh, yeah. I was dozing here on the yeah. sideline. I forget uh, we're gonna run the ball now. Yeah. We have we, we thought we were just another another pass play. Yeah, that's fun. Do you and you said you had another guy that's in the NFL or or is it coaching or yeah, what is I it? think he the, uh, he's probably in. What was your bottom tier there, Graham? What was your bottom tier of games? The Batman and Robin games. Yeah, uh, I'm think. Uh, I'm yeah. thinking that's where you probably had the Texans playing. Um, Yikes! That's I, I, indeed, indeed, that would normally have been our Thursday night game, but that, yeah. I didn't. Yeah, nobody, nobody wants to watch the Stanford uh, Hills kid, Hill kid play. I mean, Carolina is fun to watch. McCaffrey, it's good to see Darnold playing well, but that game's kind of a yeah. At Houston Thursday night game is not going to bring a huge ruckus crowd. Yeah, but my uh, my my buddy's the strength coach there for the uh, for the Texans. Uh, he was at the Broncos before that when they won their Super Bowl. Two Super Bowl rings. We only have one oh, nice. between the two of us, Trainer. He played under, or he coached under Wade Phillips. That's badass. Yep. All right, Trainer, you got ten seconds for your last tier. 
All right, Batman Robin, we got Jets at Broncos. Jets stink. Atlanta at the Giants. Both teams stink. Uh, the Batman returns here in the middle. Seattle at Minnesota. Philadelphia at Dallas. That is Monday Night Football. Neurons at New England. Those are games that kind of matter. You know, they're good. Um, and then I made a bonus here. The Dark Knight Rises. You watch this game for just one player, just like you watch the Dark Knight Rises for one man. That is Tom Hardy at his bane. You got Baltimore and Lamar at Detroit. You got Arizona and Kyler at Jacksonville. And you got Chicago and Justin Fields starting his first game on the road against the Browns. All right. Uh, that is all the time we have. Cowboys are going to cover against the Eagles. They're not that good. Guys, that's Teton Sports Talk. Download the podcast. That is it. And that is all. Yeah.